Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Podcast. I hope you are all doing well. I am more than pleased and completely thrilled to have a guest today of the Dating Will Be the Death of the host of Dating Will Be the Death of Me podcast. Amanda is here. Hello, Amanda. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Um, We're talking off camera. I've been listening to her uh, podcast all week. Uh, First of all, we kind of interacted. uh, We knew about each other through Twitter. And uh, so then I communicated with her after we responded to each other's tweets. And I'm like, hey, I like what you're doing. You want to come on my show? And she said yes. And I'm like, well, just so you know, Amanda, I'm a creepy old guy. Uh, (laughs) And and she agreed to come on anyway. So that's good. No, I didn't say it like that. No, that's not true anyways. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you. But um, speaking of which, I mean, I'm 51 years old are you you're not quite yet 30 is that i'm 29 i have a few more months of being in my 20s so trying to make the most of it yep good for you good for you um so on these dating apps that you mentioned do any guys like my age try to hit on you so one thing i like about the apps is you can to have like an age range so Mm -hmm. i actually i just upped mine but i think the highest that I can match with is like 37 right now. I see. I just I don't, see. I don't want to, cause I'm, I grew up in the area that I still live in. So I would just be absolutely horrified if like someone's dad popped up or I don't know, someone that I know, like, I don't know, it would be weird. So I, yeah, I don't, I've never dated anyone older than 36. 36. Okay. 36. Yeah. But yeah, the apps do let you, determine not only like the radius of location for how far the person is but also age you can do a a bunch of different other stuff too but um age is one that i keep under 40 i see yeah Yeah. well and that's and everyone has their limitations i mean personally i find it i mean i date uh, i mean a little bit about me as my listeners know but if in case you're not um i was married for 18 years been divorced for two and a half years uh together uh with the woman i was married to for 20 i met her when i was 28 raised our kids uh whatever one just graduated from high school the other one is going to be a senior this year so really i mean there's some differences in what you're experiencing in the dating world compared to what I am experiencing in the dating world as it should be. Because as I met my uh, wife when I was 28, that was back. I mean, here, here I'm going to go with one of my back in my day kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> certainly there weren't apps on phones. The internet was around, but not everyone had the internet. Uh, almost everyone had dial-up. So you're talking about AOL chat rooms. And if you heard of anybody dating online, it was almost like, what the hell are you thinking? Like, yeah. I mean, there were some horror stories from early on about that. Stuff. Right. Um, so, I mean, it was a foreign concept to me in my 20s, uh, meeting someone online. Fast forward to however many years later, and it's just, hey, you know, I'll use these damn apps. Sure. Because everyone, everyone does it now. I remember. So I, my first three boyfriends I met just naturally, like one was from high school, one was from college. And then um, one 
was also from college. So it was kind of weird to, to end up going to the apps because it was back when there was still kind of like a stigma, like, oh, you're dating on the apps. And my parents definitely didn't get it. So I never told them. I was always like, oh, I'm going out with friends. Meanwhile, I'm meeting someone from Tinder, which I would always tell a friend because it was still kind of new and like not accepted. So I feel like I even experienced a little bit of a culture shock in that sense. But now it's like so normal. My cousin just got married to someone she met on Bumble. Oh, no kidding. My, one of my friends, yeah, one of my friends is getting married to someone he met on Tinder. So it definitely does work. And I feel like people aren't as embarrassed to say like, oh, yeah, I'm on the, I'm on the apps. But there's still people that judge. Can't worry about them. Yeah, yeah, there, there are. Um, and it's interesting. In my age range, I know uh, people that use the apps. And it, it could be that, I mean... I live in I live in Maine. I mean, I live in rural Maine, and um, I don't. I know of so few people that have met on dating apps up here. And oh, really? again, yeah, again, it might be my age. I yeah. I don't know. Um, I've known of a few. I th- can think of one couple that did meet via a dating app, and they're still uh, and they they're married now. They've been together for yeah. quite a while. Uh, younger people, uh, like my niece met her boyfriend that she's been with for a couple, maybe three years now. Uh, they met on Tinder, I believe on one of the apps. Uh, but yeah, but it, it's, I don't know. I mean, of course then in my age range too, uh, the dating pool is considerably smaller, uh, as well. Yeah. I mean, there's more single people in their twenties and thirties than there are uh, people my age too. Uh, so that may, may play a factor too. So is that primarily how you, um, go on dates now? Is that primarily how you meet people to date uh, through apps? Yeah. I want to say the last, I did meet someone when I was at a brewery, like they were working and I was a customer and I, kind of just was like, hey, we should grab a drink together. I think that was the last time I met someone naturally. And that was like half a year ago. So Mm -hmm. I think, especially now with the summer off, I have more time. So I don't know if I'm like, got to make, like I said, make the most of my last year of being 20, like go on fun dates. Mm -hmm. But um, that is primarily... Yeah, how I meet people. I did just tell one of my coworkers that she could give my number to her son because she'd been saying that she wanted to set us up. I haven't gotten a text yet, though, so (laughs) we'll see. But it would be nice because it is nice to know that people you know can vouch for someone. Like, hey, they're not crazy or, hey, you know, they haven't murdered anyone. That's usually a little bit, a little bit nicer. A little bit. Yeah, nicer. that's nice. I, I like to find out when uh, whoever I date's not a murderer. That's uh, yeah, it's usually a good sign. <laughs> that's usually a good <laughs> sign. It is. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, and I, it's interesting. I mean, I'm I'm kind of ridiculously kind of numb. No, that's a I don't know if that's a term you use <laughs> down there in the Massachusetts, but in Maine, if you're not quite with it, you're kind of numb. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I did hear you use the term wicked on one of your podcasts and I'm like, yeah. yes, that's well, a sign I, of- I mean, I love the name of your podcast. I was like, okay, this, <laughs> exactly. is, this is a New Englander for sure. So definitely. Be good <laughs> definitely. Yeah. But, um, so when I, when I do go on a date, I always make the mistake of saying, Hey, I have a podcast. You ought to listen to Ooh. it sometime. <laughs> 
I shouldn't put it right that. out there. I just throw it right out there. I mean, great. There yeah. are women I have dated that are regular listeners to my podcast. I will say, okay. that, you know, it's like, uh, you know, some are uh, one in particular is a very, very close friend, very, very close mm-hmm. friend. Um, another one, uh, just she's busy. She lives a ways away. And we kind of it was a situation where we get together a few times, but we knew that it wasn't going to last. So I know she listens, but I mean, I, I, I said on one of my podcasts, not that long ago, and I, it really dumb of me that I have given up all hope on meeting uh, my soulmate on dating apps. And this is when I was conversing with one woman, friendly woman from Portland, Maine, which is, which is quite a ways for me. It's like an hour and a half, you know? And then I started to uh, not, not any of the messages I sent her, but I started to uh, read some of the messages I sent to women who live like far, far away, just to see if they respond. I do that often just to see if I can get a response. And some of them (laughs) that come back are really, really funny. So and since then she hasn't messaged me at all because I think she believes that I was just communicating with her because I was trying to, you know, get, you know, yeah, get content from my show. And I'm like, no, I didn't read anything, but I, I, so anyway, whereas, I think she, she follows me on Twitter and I, she's going to be listening to this. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> exactly. So I, you know, she puts up some interesting tweets and I like them and yeah. whatever else, but uh, so anyway, uh, then there's another woman. Uh, this is bad. This is bad. Um, we went out once. I didn't really feel a romantic connection, but uh, she may have wanted to get together again. And I, you know, at that point we exchanged phone numbers. So I go, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll get together again, whatever. And not really thinking much of it. Then I had like a busy week at work. The kids got busy, blah, blah, blah. A few days go by and I don't text her at all. And I didn't really even think about it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, oh shit. You know, so just time goes by and I'm like, wow, she probably thinks I'm a complete total jerk because I didn't really follow up. And oh, well, you know, that's one of those things. And that's hard. I mean, I was talking to my friends about ghosting, um, like when you just totally don't ever text someone back after a date or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to hear that sometimes it is literally just someone got busy Mm -hmm. because it's I feel like it's hard to not take it personally you're like we just went on a date we hung out for hours like I thought you know it it went well and then you don't hear from them so you're like did I do something wrong or am I crazy did I imagine that it was actually a good date um but on the flip side like I also have had times where yeah I get super busy and like it doesn't even cross my mind to give like yeah a thought about my dating life I'm like I have other more important things at the time like things that take priority but if you're on the other side of it, it can maybe feel like kind of rejection. And yeah, yeah, and 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 as you get older, you deal with rejection uh, better. I mean, when I was in my twenty, <laughs> when I was in my twenties, I would overthink it. Like, yeah. okay, you know, we're so compatible. We have so much right. in common. That was to me. Yeah, and we we all go through that. I mean, yeah. it's. Yeah, it's no different than, you know, you it's no different than a job interview. I I hate to make I make that comparison all the time. Yeah, it's no different than that. Yeah, yeah. It is kind of like an interview. Yeah, it is. 
It is. And if that one doesn't work out, it just opens up the door for more possibilities. And right. yeah, yeah. Um, one episode of yours I listened to today was when you went to California and I won't do any, I, you know, listen to dating will be the death of me uh, podcast, please. <laughs> because what it reminds me of is uh, sex in the city. Like it, to me, you're like a modern oh, day Adam. Carrie, Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> so, and I love sex in the city. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. Because, <laughs> I mean, I love hearing these stories. It's just like, yeah. you know, I think to myself, holy cow, you know, she's 29. She's probably going to get married like within a couple of three years and she won't be podcasting Ooh, I anymore. Hope so. I hope so. Well, <laughs> or, I would just change it up. Like, I wouldn't have crazy stories, hopefully, to tell anymore. But you'd, yeah. you'd tell stories about your kids and changing diapers and colic and, yeah. you know. Fun stuff. Yeah, the fun stuff. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. So you do want to get married. Uh, you just said, you know, fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the, the yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> and which is natural. Some, I mean, I'm at, I'm at the age I've raised my kids. I've done it once before. Uh, so now it's like, okay, I'm probably not going to die completely alone because I have kids. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my God, then it's I just, are you yeah. an office fan? Yeah, yeah. Michael Scott's like, I want to have a hundred kids, so then I have a hundred friends that like have to like me or whatever. Yeah, I kind of get that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm starting get to get that. more now. I'm like, if, at least if I have a kid. I'll have someone. <laughs> You'll have someone, right? Right. So so for me it's like, you know, do I want that constant companionship? Um and actually it's still kind of up in the air, uh, quite yeah. honestly. But I don't know. I hope you at least at your age. One thing I did not do at your age uh was learn how to really truly like who I was as a, as a person. No, because you're not going to get happiness from somebody else. You really have to be right. happy with who you are. And yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but anyway, one of the stories I heard uh, this morning was your story about going to California and having like a five day love fest with uh, a yeah. Latin lover boy. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, go Amanda. All right. I was just so one of my friends just listened to that yesterday as well. And she's like, I'm so standing you in like California, boo. Like, yeah, I was too. But he never ended up coming out this way. Mm -hmm. And it's not a quick, cheap trip for me to go to LA all the time, even though I did have an aunt out there that I could stay with. But it just was like very kind of one sided after I got home. So he now has a girlfriend, unfortunately. But oh, I'm hoping, I don't know, nice. we might cross paths again, or I might find my East Coast Latino You're... lover. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then you'll have one on each coast. That, there you go. Of, I know yeah. that I need like a Northern boy and a Southern boy and we're good. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But it made me think it's just like, that was a positive experience for you. I mean, it's yeah. too bad that you live so far apart. But then I thought to myself in my position, you know, that would be kind of cool just to, to have like five or six days of romance, like really, really good romance where you can't get enough of each other. You do have to part. And then you're just left with really good memories yeah. and fondness, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I, I'm almost thinking if I could string that together for like years in a row. Yeah, uh, just a new city every like yeah. month or so. 
Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I'm now I'm not saying this is the way I'm going to go, but <laughs> but I'm just saying this. I can understand the appeal of that like, completely, utterly. Uh, I think but, the only thing with that that's tricky is you you get to know that person in like an ideal state, right? Where you might both be on vacation, so you don't have the stresses of life. You don't have the your family around. You don't have like all the things that tie you down at home. So, you know, the more I thought about it, I'm like, it could have gone south. Like he might not, the more I got to know him, the maybe less I liked him or or vice versa. So like you said, it is nice to have those really good memories. Like I look back and I do get nostalgic because I'm like, oh my gosh, we were so, or I was so young. Um, Life, like I didn't have that many worries. I was 25. So I was still kind of just like, you know, kind of finding my own way and, had just moved out into my own apartment. So it was just like the perfect time. And I think maybe if we got to know each other or, you know, if one of us made a big move, it could have gone horribly. So sure, sure. It was yeah, nice to look at. Right, right. Well, the one thing that really hooked me on to listening to your podcast, but before you recorded it, you mentioned something about a guy flipping out over a burnt steak okay again listen yeah. to the episode it's <laughs> really interesting i'm sure it wasn't funny at the time but it's hilarious to listen to but it's, but, it's funny to look back on it it was just so baffling at the time yeah. i just didn't understand what was happening you know those moments where you're like it's like an out-of-body experience sure it was it was like that i was like am i missing something like what did i do <laughs> oh well, but that was an example of a guy that you connected with yeah. on a regular basis mm-hmm. a few days, you know, and things were going well, then that happened. And it's just like, yeah. oh, well, I'm glad this happened. I'm glad he showed me he was a complete total freak show early on. Right. And right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. me, and my, me and my friend were talking today, like, you never really know someone. So it is nice when people show you their true colors mm-hmm. right away. Because, yeah, if I put in even, like, a month or two of time into that, it would have felt nothing's ever a waste, right? Someone told me all of these bad dates are just doing research for the eventual, like, success or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it would have felt, it would have felt, like, kind of, I would have felt defeated if, you know, after putting my time and effort into it, someone just freaked out with me, at me, over a steak or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've I've never experienced anything like that. I mean, I've been in love twice twice in my life. I can say legitimately, I've been in love twice in my life. Once in my early to mid twenties, and then my eventual wife. But um, at that point, I can write a whole book. My first girlfriend, I could write a whole book about uh, some twisted things that happened in that relationship. Um, but geez, I hope she doesn't listen to this. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're making enemies as you go. <laughs> I'm making enemies as we go. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. she, she follows me on uh, she follows me on Facebook, but she's not on there very often. But those of you about your podcast on there. Uh, yeah, I. It's kind of weird. Facebook for me is most of the people I know and uh, most of my friends on Facebook I know in real life, and I've been on there yeah. for a while, so they'll respond, blah blah blah. And I don't promote the podcast much on there. If I put on a 
if I put out a new episode, I'll post it on there. But yeah. Twitter, Twitter's been pretty much where I just do my silly podcast stuff because yeah. I don't know anyone personally on Twitter other than maybe yeah, two people. Yeah. yeah, and that's the way it should be. And the, right. I, I think you need that one social media outlet where you just promote your hobby, if you will. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, if she does listen, I mean. I don't know. She might realize that she was kind of not quite with it at that time. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm not saying I was perfect either. But yeah. mm, you guys are doing your best at the time. Maybe. We're doing our best at the time and we're young yeah. and just full of whatever. But <laughs> yeah, my problem in my 20s was I wanted love so much that mm-hmm. um, I wore my heart on my sleeve and uh, really just wanted to get married. I mean, I just thought yeah. uh, looking out, looking outside myself for happiness. That's, that's what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So immature, tie it up to immaturity, all that other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, speaking of Twitter, I, you, uh, I'm, I am like such an attention whore. I'll only use the word whore to describe myself, by the way. So please nobody out there take, offense to that because that's what i mean i am when it comes to twitter i just try to get act as silly as i possibly can and get as many followers as i can possible and i've been really trying that lately and nothing seems to be working other than today i think i said hey everybody what are you podcasting about this week you know then people podcasters will respond to that yeah but one thing Right? Uh, they, they, that's just it that's just yeah. it Every, if you give people the opportunity to talk about themselves they will but what yeah. annoy but so anyway i i haven't drank alcohol for almost seven years now i don't talk about it that much and i don't really mm-hmm. consider myself an alcoholic or anything but on my seven-year anniversary which is coming up i'll probably announce it but what i'm seeing on twitter lately are people that have had drug addictions, alcoholism, whatever else, and they'll announce like, oh, been sober for three months, and they get like all kinds of retweets, followers, you know, comments and all that. So I decided yesterday, kind of in that same vein, that I would do something silly on that. I'm like, I've gone 21 days without dumping yogurt down the front of my pants. I think I got two responses and that, yeah. uh, you, you know, I, so I've been posting stuff like that, but nothing just good. Yeah. Then, then you see other guys that will post who, who owns the physical copy of the Bible. Somebody posted I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I don't know what your Twitter experience is. I mean, you're very good at promoting other podcasts, and uh, conversing with kind of like-minded uh, podcasts as well. I have that. That's one thing I've noticed. But yeah. Well, and I feel like a lot of them happen by chance. But every every like podcaster that has something to do with dating or like when I have a sexologist on, like I've been so happy to make those connections because there's really cool people out there, and I wouldn't meet them if it weren't from like if it weren't for Instagram or Twitter. So as much as people hate on social media and stuff, like it has really good um, benefits, making it connections does. with people that you would never come across like ever in your life. So shout out to all my all my people that I've had on my show that have been super cool. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and I don't use, I mean, I have uh, Instagram, but I don't use it very much. Uh, and a lot of times Facebook will cross over into Instagram when I post photos or videos or what have you. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, I like Instagram. It's just, I feel like as the millennial that I am, it's a, it's our app of choice. Yeah, yeah, and I've noticed that as well, uh, that the younger folk uh, like Instagram, Snapchat. I mean, I have a Snapchat account. I never use Snapchat. I mean, people my age don't use freaking Snapchat. I use like... My mom does. (laughs) Does she really? She loves it, yeah, and my dad does, because there's this filter that, like, makes people's eyes super big. So we went to a museum in um, L.A., and he was just putting it in front of every, like, old school renaissance photo to make them look ridiculous you're you're that weirdo (laughs) yeah and i'll use that filter to take a you know a silly picture of myself like and i'll post that on uh facebook and people will laugh or comment then my dad one time who doesn't quite get it uh goes where are you getting all those costumes for those photos i'm like dad really Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But anywho. Yeah. So, um, so you probably don't use Facebook at all. I'm guessing. I do. I I do just because I feel like my, I got it when I was in seventh grade and that was when it was like cool. Mm -hmm. And then now all like all my students laugh at me, they're high schoolers. They're like, "Mm -hmm, you use Facebook. I'm like, yeah. Like Mm -hmm. we, we only make Facebook so we can connect with people before college cool good for you whatever go make a tiktok (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly yeah so you live in the boston area um i'm guessing that provides a lot of opportunity for dating when it does come to apps or uh, i mean i'm thinking like the two apps i use you see the same faces a lot so in boston I do see a lot of the same people mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know why. And like, so I've been on dating apps off and on, like in between relationship relationships and stuff for six years. And people must think the same thing when they see me, but like a guy will pop up that I had seen on dating apps back in like 2017. And I'm like, damn, you're still on here. But then I'm like, Oh, I'm still on here too. (laughs) I'm like, oh, can't, you know, can't make fun of them too much. But um, it's funny because there's also a lot of people who will like me every single time. And I like swipe right, no swipe left. So I Mm -hmm. say no to them every single time. I'm like, bro, it's not, it's not a match. It's not going to happen. But Boston's interesting because even though it is a city, it feels really small. Like, I run into people a lot. I go on a date with someone and find out that it's, like, one of my ex's best friends or one of my ex's, like, cousins or something crazy where it Boston's not as big of a city as maybe, like, someone from, like, rural Maine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For, <laughs> I mean, it's like, I mean, I will say this. For me, going to the city is not going to Portland. Uh, I mean. It, okay. Uh, I yeah, mean, for, I mean, Portland's nice, but it's definitely small. It's, 
it's it is it is and it's Maine's largest city so for me going to the city is going to Boston I mean yeah yeah yeah. Well, um, going to the city isn't going to Augusta, the capital. <laughs> <That's awesome there. laughs> Disgusta. Yeah. 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 Oh, is that what people call it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's a, uh, yeah. Augusta's kind of, I was talking to my son about it the other day. As far as main cities are concerned, I live in Belfast. Belfast. Okay. It, um, it's, you know, on the coast, mid coast, small yeah. little, we call it a city, but I think max it has 7,000 people. Okay. Uh, uh, but you know, but but it's quaint. It's sweet, like the yeah. little kind of coastal towns. Uh, I really like in Maine. Yeah. When it comes to main cities or what we call cities, Bangor kind of sucks. Uh, it just does. Bangor sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's an old logging town, and there hasn't been logging in Bangor for a hundred and fifty years probably. So you have all these buildings and people and there's like no purpose to it. It's just yeah. like kind of, you know. Um then you we mentioned Augusta, which is a capital. That's yeah, the I Yeah, my know. grandparents used to have a cabin up in Augusta and just the it's like people of Walmart, but like people of Augusta. And yeah. I'm so sorry to anyone that's listening that is from Augusta. You're not the person I'm talking about, but like we would go to Hannaford's and mm-hmm. it was like dodging crazy people. Someone, <laughs> my poor little brother was like four at the time, you know, just like walking around getting ingredients for dinner. And some guy like pushes his carriage into my little brother. He's like, you want a piece of me? And my little brother's like, what, what do we do? <laughs> my grandmother came over and was like, stay away from my grandkid and like called the cops. I'm like, oh my God. Oh man. It's always an adventure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's like, uh, Lewiston Auburn actually has some character. Uh, a lot of okay. Somalian, a lot of Somalian refugees uh, moved into the area over the last twenty oh, years. So it's actually added some culture, and um, yeah. it's it, you know it, it's helped the city, which used to be really really run down. Uh, yeah. And then there, and Portland is awesome. I mean, Portland is Portland's awesome, really cool. but yeah. it's just not. Uh, but it's not what I would really call a a big city. I mean, no, know. it's it's nice. Like we go there to kind of escape the hustle and bustle like it's like a nice vacation yeah. spot right want donuts, right craft beer there yeah mm-hmm. it's and food their food is amazing yeah portland maine has more microbreweries per capita than any city in the country that does not shock me <laughs> yeah yeah it's like every, yeah. everywhere you turn it's like a new one yeah 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 exactly yeah good uh so uh when do you what days do you typically release your uh episodes so tuesdays um i just released one this past tuesday about Mm -hmm. the friend zone and then actually next well depending on when people listen my next episode coming out will be the season two finale which i have my parents on well how about that yeah so they talk about their marriage and just like marriage in general. They give me advice for dating. So, cool. Cool. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. Uh, my nephew who's 26, just uh, his girlfriend just broke up with him of three years Aww. and he was living in Gloucester or new Gloucester, uh, Massachusetts. Did I oh, say yeah. that? Yeah. Gloucester. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say you two should date, but he's um, moving. He just got a job in the portland main area actually so that's uh, where he's moving to so but hey you can come up and visit him in... for me yeah a little bit too young yeah three yeah. years yeah 
Yeah. Well, yeah. No offense, but you guys don't really mature until a little bit later than us. Yeah, I, I still, <laughs> I still haven't. I mean, I, 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 some, I, I like see things. I never fact check anything, which is why I'm like the least re- reliable source ever. But someone like Googled, when do men fully develop or like when do their brains fully mature? And it said like 40 something. Oh, and wow. that's probably not true. But I'm like, uh, OK, I might pause dating until then so I can just, finally just... <laughs> or maybe just start dating some 40 year olds. I don't know. <laughs> I see. Well, it's interesting. I mean, they're I mean, I get upset with guys that. I mean, typically you're celebrity men, but not always like my age that will date women in their early 30s or late 20s. I mean, come on, guys. It's just, you know, you've had your time. You, you know, let the younger men date those women. Leonardo DiCaprio dates like 19 year olds. Yeah, it's gross. It's It's gross. He's not even attractive anymore. He really let himself go. So I'm like, we're not dating prime right Right. it's like you know yeah he's got the creepy old guy syndrome Mm -hmm. going on but then i I was reading something on the news yesterday that ben affleck and his girlfriend are breaking up and you know he's my age and she's like 33 34 it's like come on yeah he's creepy too and he yeah yeah, stop it (laughs) just stop it it gives guys a bad name so i actually appreciate women that uh are my age that are attractive that will date younger guys. It's like, good. Yeah. Good. You know, it's, um, I was, yeah, let's <laughs> flip, the, flip the script. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, yesterday I was on a dating app. Um, let me see if I can find the message uh, again. She lived like 400 miles away. So I, I knew I wasn't, if she was going to respond back, it'd be because I was being silly. Um, so do you um, not have like a limit on how far away? Oh, well, I mean, what I do, it's like, I, again, it's content for the show. So okay. oh, it <laughs> a really lot of time. <laughs> well, it is, it is in some cases, it is in some yeah. cases. I'll say that right. because typically when I send a message out to somebody that lives that far away, I don't continue the conversation. I just yeah. want to see if they'll respond to my initial uh, one. Uh, let's see. Okay, well, I'll read this one actually, because uh, there was this doctor like out in Ohio, uh, my mm-hmm. age, attractive, you know, and there's like or her with a picture next to her, a Maserati and whatever. So oh, she, okay. so her profile is like about everything that I'm interested in, you know, like movies, music, and just her kind of outlook on life. And, yeah. um, and this is what I wrote to her. Wow, I just read your profile and we could be soulmates. You grabbed me, uh, you had me at 90s grunge music, which I really like. But everything else, uh, everything else you mentioned was a close second. The 539 miles uh, apart might be an issue, but uh, do you have a private jet? And uh, <laughs> it, she didn't respond. You know? Oh, that was a but, good message. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, you know, and that's, I, I, I mean, I do know this about dating profiles. You're only going to get a response if you actually read the profile and kind of, and mention something about it. You know, if you just mention, if you just click on a heart and go, Hey, how you doing? What are you doing this evening? 
what you know. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I mean, it might be different for women who, um, I mean, it's rare that I just get a straight out message from, I have to initiate the conversation on these apps typically. Okay. Uh, so, uh, how about you? Get on well, you, the problem with Bumble, I, I think I tried Bumble a while ago and got frustrated with it because it's not a popular app up here, and oh, okay. I, and I just didn't get very many responses. I get, I like the idea of Bumble that yeah. women are the ones that uh, initiate the conversation. So, so yeah, so that's one you use. Bumble. So I'm on Bumble and Hinge. But I like Hinge better because it's easy to tell if someone put effort into their profile. And, like, I, I like when people do reference things that I put. But I had someone tell me, actually, one of my former guests was like, oh, you shouldn't put everything on your profile because then what are you going to talk about? And I was like, I think the opposite. I think you should put your interest because then someone's going to match with you based on that. And if right. you have nothing to talk about, you have nothing to talk about. That's just like a... A, uh, compatibility thing because right. I you shouldn't you shouldn't really ever run out of something to talk about with the right person like my parents have been married for 36 years and they whenever they go out to dinner I know they're not on their phones they're talking and they're I think they'll be together forever so with the right person you always have something to talk about or you're comfortable in silence which is cool but sorry I feel like the Cars going by are so loud. Oh, that's okay. It adds to the ambiance. I like. Yeah, right. Living in the city. (laughs) Yes, love it. Love it. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, I I put important things in my profile. I think. Yeah, I mean, you want something there. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't put anything there. Then you're just basing it completely, totally on looks, and there's that doesn't seem right to me. Uh, Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, yeah. 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 As what someone you interviewed mentioned plenty of fish. I've tried that before and that's just okay. that's just gross because it's a it's a free app and th- it just turns into this huge huge meat market. And you know it's just like almost exclusively like a hookup site. It's like Really? Yeah, I mean I almost feel icky looking at it. It's like Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And That's so funny. Yeah, I've never I've never had I had coffee meets bagel, which I, I hated that one because you only could like match with three people a day and like they picked the three people for you. So it wasn't even like you got to kind of they curated it based off of something that you put in, but that's like the league too. The league is like exclusive or whatever. You have to get accepted into it. Oh, and I, when I got on and I was like, this is dumb and like really pretentious. And yeah. I think I was on there for three days and I was like, I'm over it. Cause also the, I don't know, this sounds bad, but like the guys that I was seeing just seemed very full of themselves, which I feel like you kind of have to be to be on an exclusive, like to be on an exclusive site. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 That seems so. wrong too. Yeah. 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 The only, yeah. the only one I get, so there's like a specific dating app for celebrities. And the only reason I can like justify that is I'm sure there's a lot of people that just try to get with celebrities to say like, Oh, I hooked up with Leonardo DiCaprio or whatever. So mm-hmm. I guess if you're an actor and you're dating an actor, you at least kind of understand what fame is like, Oh, must be so hard. Sure. 
Sure. Well, and some people that's important to them that that. Yeah, because they want to throw around names. It's a yeah, yeah. it's like, it, it, yeah, it, I'm not like that. Um, but hey, to each their own. Whatever. Yeah, right. it's interesting. Um, I, I, I actually I was reading the local uh, news today Our what used to be our local local newspaper, which is now online. And they listed the county divorces for like the last three months. And I'm thinking to myself, hey, that that's like a free kind of dating app right there. You can <laughs> you guys you kind of go in and, you know, you see the woman's name. Then you type her into Google and Wait, they put the people's names. Oh, yeah. So when I got divorced, my yeah, yeah, my name, it's all public. public? Information. It's public information. Yeah, yeah. That is. seems wrong for some reason. Yeah, especially now, and yeah, especially now, there's probably yeah. oh wow, she's single again. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you could make you could make a dating app out of that, though. You should you make market a date- that. Yeah, you could make a dating yeah, app out of <laughs> uh, recent, uh, recent divorcees. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Um, I guess this is a good stop. This is great. I feel like I could actually talk about this forever, but we can uh, stop here. And uh, thank you again, Amanda. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, and you can be found like on uh, what's your you um, advertise anchor, right? Uh, But do you? Yeah, so. Yep, I record on Anchor. um, So you can find me on Anchor, but also Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And like I said, I'm on Instagram, so I'm going to do like my shameless plug. Is that okay? Oh, that's why you're on here. Absolutely. (laughs) So you can follow me on Instagram at dating will be the death of me. And I do like polls and stuff similar to what I do on Twitter. But on Twitter, I'm at dating death of me because it cut me off when I tried to make a longer, (laughs) make a longer longer thing. Um, but yeah, so I'm more recently on there, like more often, because I Twitter cracks me up. Like you were saying, there's some interesting people. Oh yeah, out there, and They're it's funny there. to interact with them. <laughs> it is, it is, yeah. And the fact that you don't know them in real life, and it's a way for you know other creative people to kind of share ideas and to yeah. and to be guests on their shows, like uh, right. Which is, I know. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you, so. Twitter, for connecting us. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Okay, well, uh, thank you. And to the rest of you, thank you for listening. Love you all. Until next time, take care. Okay. Thank you. Take care now. Bye. Bye. <laughs>